everybody. Welcome to the Real O Show podcast. Special guest today, Adam Krug, head coach of the Adrian Bulldogs hockey team, NCAA team, entering his ninth season. Uh, so they were the 2022 national champs, 2022 Ed- Edward Jeremiah Award winner, which is the national coach of the year, four-time NCHA coach of the year, seven-time regular season champs, four-time NCHA tournament champs, also played five years of pro hockey. Um, and then his career record as of today is 149, 40, and 11. And then 14 plus players have signed professional contracts, including one with us today, The Real O Show. Appreciate it, Adam, for joining us today. Happy to be here. It's great to see what you guys are doing, man. This is cool. This is fun. Yeah, this is fun. You got a laundry, laundry list to come in with, you know what I mean? You got some, got some stuff, got the ring. We'll take it. It's a little, little humbling to hear, actually, because like, you, you just kind of go year by year. And if you, yeah. if you win last year, you feel pretty happy about it. If you don't, you're not. You yeah. Know? So to hear it all that stacked up the it's, way it is, it, it's it, fun. It's every year, you know, you just you slowly just got it. So yeah. I, that's my first question, I guess. So you guys did it all last year. Like what, what, what separated that team from every other team you've had growing? I mean, I know you've had some championship teams in the past you've been a part of, but like specifically at Adrian, like what made this team different than all other teams? It, well, I think it was a culmination of everything we've gone through. Like, Osh, when you were here, like we went through a lot. Right, like yeah, we yeah. we went through a year of being the best team and having some culture issues within the program, um, just little bits of BS that that you know we didn't deal with last year, and and were those guys you know that they that were in the in the years that weren't great, are they a pain in the butt or anything? No, like they're good guys, right? right? But Absolutely. me as a younger coach, like this is my going into my ninth year, right? I've learned a lot. For you sure. know, my first year I took over a team that. Um, that, that had 13 seniors and we went to the frozen four. And I was think, thinking as a rookie coach, you're like, man, I'm, I'm Scotty Bowman. You know? <laughs> but the reality of it is I learned a lot that year and we, we lost and, and we lost in the national semifinal. And then we kind of had to rebuild. We had to go out and recruit and we got guys like Corey Dunn, Trevor Boyd, Connor sure. Armour. And that, that group kind of came through yeah. and I did a lot of learning with those guys. Like That's I just right. said, Hey, we're going to compile all this talent. These guys are damn good. Yeah. And, and we're just going to go win. Yeah. That didn't happen. Right. I mean, we were good. We won Absolutely. a ton of games, won a couple championships, but we never got over the mountain of winning that national title. So, you know, we learned a lot. Um, you know, I'd certainly say that all of those those teams before, I mean, we've got 15 years of hockey history at Adrian. Absolutely. We don't win in 2022 without those other 14 teams before sure. us. You know, because if you go back to 07 and the hardships that we had there not making the NCAA tournament, I think that really built us some thick skin. And and ultimately, you know, it, it gave us the swagger that our program is known to have. Like we have swagger, right? And, and and then you got to find Absolutely. that you got to find that uh, that fine line between swagger and cockiness. And I think for, for sure. a few years we dabbled along the lines of cockiness. For sure. And um, you know, I, I think just uh, we learned from those experiences. And and last year, I think the guys really just it all clicked. Yeah. It gelled. Like Absolutely. the the right guys were here. The right pieces were here. We brought in a couple of, of Division One transfers that, that had good experience, but felt like they had a chip on their shoulder and they needed to prove I mean, something. Even the freshmen you guys brought in last year, like Kudo, like the guys like that were like they were super sneaky, like quality, quality guys. I mean, that's definitely that's another pretty cool. Yeah, well, when, sure. Matt Kudo, he was a captain of his team. You know, like he's, he's yeah, a captain of his junior team, and yeah. and you know Ryan Patosha was a, a, yeah, a nice another, piece yeah, to add. But like, yeah, he's a, yeah. he's just a kid that works his ass off for sure, right? Like wow. he works so hard. And he's so quiet and so unassuming. Yeah. Yeah. Guess who scored a huge goal in the national championship game? Ryan yeah, Patosha. Exactly. Right? And, and Matt Kudo is going to be a kid that wears a letter on his sweater at For some sure. point in his, his, his career here. What, one thing I want to ask about that I want to touch on. So you said when you came in, you kind of had some culture issues, right? Which is 
pretty common in, in, in most programs. So from your first season to entering your ninth with culture, what is the one thing you look for in a player, in a team that you're like, okay, this, this team's got it, this player has it? What, what's your one thing you're kind of looking at now where you know when you see it, you're like, okay, he, he would fit in here? Yeah, I think it's multiple things. I mean, number one, like, would you be okay with this kid marrying your daughter? Like I got a daughter now, she's six like, years old. Like, like I got to keep an eye out for the guys, right? And, sure. and in the that's hockey tough. world, like we've seen all sorts that's of guys, tough right? Hockey players, that's that's tough hockey players are all over the place. Yeah. So you know, like one, I want to make sure they're a really good yeah, person, yeah. and and I've done a lot more background checking with with players with their previous coaches or or teammates uh, to find out about guys. Uh, one question that we ask, basically in the first or second conversation we have with a player, is how important is pro hockey to you? Because if pro hockey is not important to you, like I don't know if we can hold you to the standard that we have in our locker room, right? And, yeah. and it's I, I know that a lot of people say, "Oh, it's just Division three sports." Well, guess what? There's no Division two hockey, yet. so our guys are like right there, and they want to play pro. I mean, I, I look at Adrian as like when people talk about D three, like they don't understand. Like you talk to someone who doesn't play a, like a hockey per se, yeah. or they play yeah. basketball or football, and you say D three to them, they're thinking you're like Division three, you're trash. But really, it's like. This program's a top sixty team in the nation. Doesn't matter D one, D three. Like this team beats Division one teams. Yeah, if there's if there's sixty Division one programs in the country, and we won last year, like yeah, we're probably the sixty first worst case. We're, but you are worst yeah. case. But you're we top know, 50, we know there are Division one programs that, that, that you know we I mean? would we would take and, and play tight games with. For sure, we did that. You know, two years That's ago with you, like no, we played I, two with Bowling and Green. And I thought the team last year specifically would have been because they were better than the team when we were playing Bowling Green and. Um, Lake Superior State, like that team, this year, this last year, would have put a put a spank on a few of those teams. Yeah, we we were good, you know. And it was it was we'll never know those answers because yeah. we didn't get to play any of those division one hey, teams. But hey, we, we start this year at Bowling Green. We we're playing in the next. I was gonna I was gonna say my my next question is for you. How do you after winning a national championship? Because you know at the end of the day, we still got guys in this locker room. You know they're still growing up a little bit. Like how do you keep that winning mentality and Again, stay on the the swagger and not cocky ass. Yeah, yeah. How what 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 like what do you what do you foresee as like being a, a challenge? Well, we got to have a week one, day one, hour one mentality for sure. Every day you come to the rink, for you sure. have to be as excited as if it was the first day of the season, right? And you've seen it in your time here. Yeah, it gets into January, and February, and guys are exhausted. Yeah. They're tired. So as a coach, you have to you have to try to keep the guys energized and excited and happy to come to the rink. Where sometimes like we're gonna have to go out and have fun. Practice. Like some days yeah. we're gonna have to cancel practice and go do something else. Uh, and, and we've done good. things like yeah. those, you know. Yeah. But but I think the group, based on the, the the character in the room, this group is so hungry still. Sam Ruffin, yeah. he graduated with yeah. his undergrad. Yeah, um, could have signed an East Coast League contract, sure. no problem. Yeah. And he wanted to come back because you know what he wants to do now. He wants, he, two he wants a two feet because we've never had a team do For it. Sure. Right. I mean that's. I get it, and I and to be honest with you, two peating it might lead to something more than the coast in the end. So I know that's his goal anyway. Yeah. He obviously, you know, you always want to go to the next level. Yeah. So yeah. now Sam's an American Hockey League player. For you sure. know, I think we have a For few sure. guys with with that type of talent in this yeah. room, and I agree. you know, his his attention to detail, his habits on a daily basis will hopefully be what gets him there. Yeah. And, and and for people that don't know that. Like, I'm at the basic level hockey. The American Hockey League is the AHL. That's the league under the NHL, correct? Yes. It's like AAA okay. baseball. Yeah, yeah. AAA baseball. baseball. Perfect. Um, so, question. What made you want to get into coaching? Because, obviously, you were the second coach ever hired at Adrian. 
And what season was that for Adrian when you took over? Yeah, so it was Adrian's eighth year. So eighth year before me, coach seven. Okay. Eight. So what what made? Because I know you played hockey at Wayne State, mm-hmm. and then you came over to Adrian in their first season. Were you first here season. the first season? Yeah. And then I, I know you coached in I think like the USHL. Yeah. Yeah. So what made you want to get into coaching specifically? Probably my dad. My dad okay. coached me all the way up. Like he was very involved in, in okay. sports. And my dad was a, a really good baseball player. Didn't see things through as he got a little older for a lot of different reasons. But ultimately, he ended up being a, a, a junior hockey coach. Coached my uncle, who was a heck of a player. Coached guys like Mike Madonna and the Hatcher brothers. And so, like my dad had been around the game, and so he coached us growing up. And all the time at our house, it was just hockey, right? And, and sometimes to a fault, it was hockey, yeah. right? And and there was days where. It's like, all right, Dad. We like, can relate to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get yeah, it. I get yeah. it. So, you know, it, it was very much um, in the blood, I guess you'd say. Yeah. And, and I knew that I wanted to coach when I was done. I didn't know if I'd be coaching at 24 or, or 34 or whatever. And happened to be when I was you know, 29 or 30 years old when I started in Indiana. Uh, when I finally settled down and, and decided to hang up the skates and uh, I tricked my wife into going to Indianapolis and, you know, coaching for $25,000 that first year. But it, it's been super yeah. worth it's it. It's an investment, you know. It's definitely it an investment. I'm curious because I, I know you played pro hockey in like Romania or Hungary. Yeah, Romania. Yeah. What, how was that? Uh, it was, was that different. experience? It was different. So I, I played bits and pieces of, of two years in North America here um, and then ended up going over to Europe to the Netherlands, which was an yeah. awesome experience. That league back yeah. then was, was really cool. You, yeah. you have 10 imports in the league. Like on my team alone, there's me, there's a guy from Norwich University, a guy from Boston University, a guy from Colorado College. You know, it's a major junior guys. Like right. we, we had a really, really good team. And the league yeah. was fun because you had yeah. 10 imports. So most of those guys are North American. Right. And so, so it's like nice to be with you go play. Guys. Yeah. And it's a very Americanized For sure. uh, country as yeah. it is. Yeah. You know, everybody spoke English. It was great. Right. Well, the next year I come back, I signed a contract with the Fort Wayne Comets. Coach knows about yeah. the, the Comets. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I'm there. I, I get cut basically like the last day, go sign in the, the Southern Pro last League. Last day of what, like trials? Training, training camp. camp. Yeah. Okay. yeah, go down to the Southern Pro League, you know, have like a point of game or whatever for, for the first little bit of the season. And one of my Swedish buddies from my team in the Netherlands calls and says, hey, Kruger, we got we got a guy or a, a spot. We need a goal scorer. We need a centerman. Uh, over at my team in Romania, I'm like Romania. Where's that? You know, and right. and then he's like, oh, we're actually we're in Bucharest. It's the capital of Romania. He's like, pretty cool spot. And I, I'm like, man, like, let me look into this league. So I look into the league, and there's no Americans. I'm the only American. And and, and back then, there's a little bit of unrest. Like, I don't know, like, how people are going to treat an American. We're yeah. over there, sure. very yeah. Eastern. Yeah, you know, Romania Eastern. is yeah. kind of a. You got to be careful there. Like, you got to kind of know people. Yeah, I mean, it was it was interesting. Sure. I live right downtown uh, Bucharest. It was really interesting. Walk into the rink every day, you'd see street dogs, you'd see um, gypsies, you'd see uh, bread lines. I mean, they, they talk about communism That's being crazy. dead. I mean, they, they might have overthrown communism there, but it it's was still there. It, oh, no, it's scary. Well, the old the sure. old style life for the older people. Yeah. It's very traditional there. Yeah, it very, is very. It's very traditional, very very yeah. Catholic, yeah. Christian. Yeah. yeah, I know, I get it. Yeah, but it's a great experience. Oh, I mean, sure. I, it, it certainly made me really appreciate. Yeah, being like here. here. Yeah, no, uh, everything that I've heard about, everything that I've heard about people playing overseas. So like, yeah, overseas is good for a year, two years, whatever. But they're like the way you get treated in America. Like it's just like they like it. They just like it better. Yeah, it's just, it's just yeah, a better it's situation for those yeah. guys. I could have played. Guys. I could have played a long time in Nijmegen in, yeah. in Holland, but um, that team actually folded. And we we had a darn good team, but right. just some other issues there. But it was it was an awesome town for sure. Right, and that yeah. that was a great place to live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well. Might, might be a tough question, but I told Josh that I'm going to ask it. So, obviously, 
Tory, your brothers in the NHL. Who's he currently with right now? St. Louis. Who's, was he with the Bruins? He was with yeah, the Bruins. He was with the Bruins. Yeah. Now he's with St. Louis. Yeah. So, gotta ask, are you jealous of no. Tory at all? No. I mean, there's days that I'm like, man, that'd be pretty cool if it was me. <laughs> but um, I'm probably his biggest fan, you know, outside of maybe yeah. my, my mom and dad. But, um, you know, like, it's pretty awesome. Like, there's a, there's a Blues game on. And, like, my wife hates me because I'm going to watch the game. Like, it doesn't matter what else we got going on, you know. And, and obviously, having three three younger kids, it, it gets a little, little hectic around the house and the kids don't want to go to bed. But, you know, we watch pretty much every game when we can. And um, it, it's fun to watch. I've learned a lot from watching him. Um, yeah. You know, I've learned a lot from having conversations with him about what, what they're doing. I mean, just even like taking simple things like buzzwords that they use in the yeah. locker room every year training camp. I'm like, Hey, what's the new hot topic they're talking yeah. about? Then yeah. can I implement it here? You know, and yeah. there's been years where I've grabbed a piece or two from him. There's been other years where it maybe didn't pertain to what our group do, is doing. Do you think he makes you a better coach being in the NHL? Yeah. But yeah, cause I, I just watch a lot more hockey. Like I'd still watch a ton of hockey as a right. coach anyway, but it's being able to, to, yeah. And, and being able to watch that game every night, you know, when it was the Bruins, I mean, I learned a lot about the way the Boston Bruins played. I mean, they played a hard 200-foot game. They were very good offensively, but defensively they were great. And I was able to start instilling some of that stuff, you know, probably year three and year four at Adrian to become a better defensive team. Because for years, we just just run and gun every every year. I mean, we just said, okay, you guys want to score five, we'll score six. And that was was how the table was set back in 2007 here. We just said, hey, let's go – Score goals, make it fun for our fans, and make it fun for the players. Yeah. You know, but at yeah. some point, you have to look in the mirror and say, "Hey, why aren't we winning championships?" Yeah. And then you look at the, the scores of these games, and you're like, "All right, maybe maybe we got to be able to win a one nothing or a two one game." And, and, sure. and we've been able to do that. That's been the biggest. Yeah, thing. I feel like yeah. that's that's the same across the board in a lot of sports. Where I, I'm gonna, I don't know how much basketball you watch, but you know, obviously the Celtics and the Warriors this past year were the one and two best defensive teams in the championship. So obviously you got to be able to win the close games. Um, but from year one to now, how much have you grown up as a coach, as a person because of coaching, because of coaching the players? Cause I know coaching kids, especially the college days, like obviously I played college sports. Like I get it. How hard was it when you started to now to like manage the personalities to, to, know what works and what doesn't work and how you have to treat certain kids. Cause each player is, you got to treat them different. Like you can't, can't be across the board because everybody comes from different homes, different environments. So what have you learned Boy, as far true? as that? Yeah, that's so true. Um, I mean, me is now going into my ninth year, I'm, I'm much more older. Yeah. You know, like I think a lot of what I did five, six, seven years ago, like I really related to the players well mm-hmm. when I was younger. And I think the guys saw me as the younger, cool coach. For and sure. then that kind of wore off at some point. And then yeah. it was like, oh, Kruger again. Like he's like, this guy just he loves to talk and this and that, you know. And and I had to kind of adjust a little bit, um, you know. But I think understanding your personnel is mm-hmm. absolutely the most important. I cannot treat two guys the same way. No, you know, you just can't. I mean, whether it's a star player and your last guy on the bench, like I, there has to be accountability there. Mm-hmm. Like your star player can't just walk all over you and do whatever the heck no. he wants. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you know, you're yelling at the the guy that doesn't play about you know tying the shoes the wrong way. You can't yeah. do stuff like that. For sure. But, you know, you have to be able to find that balance. And, and that's where you have to really, I think, do some deep dives with guys. Like every year now in the preseason, we, we take time and spend, at, you know, an hour or more with each guy. I mean, before it was like exit meetings were 20 minutes, yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah. Like we didn't go into a lot of detail. But as Osho was yeah. like, he came in a couple of times yeah. and we talked for hours. I mean, that's yeah. that's definitely different. Like that's why I would say about, about you is – 
you definitely take the time to actually try to get to know your players mm-hmm. way more than any other coach that I've had could want to. Like you would do pre-meeting. I mean, like we're doing preseason meetings before you come in, you're doing a meeting, which may last, you know, depending on the, the guy, obviously a freshman might be a little shorter than say a senior, yeah. but you're still getting to know a guy. You're still asking questions. You're still trying to figure out, not to mention you're, you're seeing how guys act. You're asking the little guys how guys are fitting in. So it's easier to kind of tell a little bit. And at the end of the year, you're kind of assessing them again. Yep. So it's like, that in itself, you know, you're already going to be on more of a more of a level, but that allows respect. I feel like between the players and coaches, where you can trust guys, you know what guys you can trust, what guys you kind of can, you know, pull the leash a little tighter on. But I guess I have a question. Um, so it is your it is your ninth year. What is there is there more for you than Adrian? Like obviously, like you've you've, you've now won a national championship. Like I, I you know maybe maybe you've probably gotten some buzz. I'm sure, I'm sure your phone's been getting called a little bit. Like is, is, are you ever planning on leaving Adrian? Like what is the, what is the top of the mountain for you after winning that championship? Like, is it like, are you trying to go like coach pro? Are you trying to do college? Are you trying to make it all the way to the show? Like what's, what's the goal? Yeah. You know what? I think that goal changes like on a pretty regular basis. I mean, right now the goal is to win it again next year. For sure. You know, um, I took some calls this summer. Um, made a call or two this summer to just see yeah. what was going on. Oh, yeah. um, you know, went through the process with a, a place or two. Haven't yeah. really told many people that, right. but you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, I'm ambitious. Right. You know, well, you and if that ambition is to you know just see what's out there and and keep coming back to Adrian yeah. and winning and grinding, like that's great. But I also know that the players coming in want that stability. Oh, they want sure. to know no, that, sure, that sure. the coach that recruited them is going to be sure. here. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So you know, as we go forward. You know, I, I've got to really tailor that answer appropriately. Sure. Like, and I, I would never lie to the guys. Um, you know, I do feel like I have accomplished what I set out as a personal goal sure. to accomplish, and that was help bring the school's first ever national championship. Yeah, and, and we've done that. Um, so, if I were to leave, whether it was you know tomorrow or you know ten years from now, I'd feel really good with what we've done here. But um, you know, I, pro hockey. Maybe is a thing, you know, it'd have to take like an organization to call me and say, Hey, like this is, this would be our plan for you. If, if they see me in that type of light, Um, you know, but I love college. I love college. I love being around you guys for four years. I love having those alumni relations. Um, I love seeing you guys turn into men. I mean, we get you guys at 20, 19, 20 years old and your kids. And then when you leave here, like you're men, you know, and that's, that's what I pride myself on helping you guys be part of the process of, developing you guys into husbands and dads and um like i'm not the one doing the work you guys right. do the work but you know I, I hope that our guidance whether some days we have great days or some days we have tough days right. i hope that that helps you form into the person that you become absolutely so you i guess this this may be this may be poking a little too much but <laughs> is there a is so there a, do is there a specific <laughs> spot like if you were like man like that like i could see myself doing that like like maybe it's a hidden goal like you're really like when you were a kid you're like man I wanted to be a coach at Michigan or I right, want to be a coach right. at BU. Like, yeah. is that like, is, is there a specific spot you were like, man, like if I could pick it, like I would, I would really, I'd really dig my roots in there. Like, is there <laughs> I a think spot? there's, I think that's a, you know, you could go a lot yeah, of different go a lot ways of in that. Ways, for sure. But I, I think. I know if there was like one specific year. Like, well, I'm from Livonia, right? right? So that's, that's, I knew like Michigan you're right guys, down the road like, from Ann Arbor. You're right down the road from East Lansing. Exactly. That's why I figured would you'd be like a Michigan, like if one of those two schools were like went to state, right? Tory went to state. So, you know, there's some family pride there. And there's just so much history like at both places that it's like, man, and Michigan just got a new coach as well. So. Yeah, I yeah, know. It's uh, very interesting. Right? It, it is. You know, like I, I don't think that you really just 
take a job necessarily because of the place. No. Like, yes, if, if Michigan or Michigan State or a program close right. to the heart, you know, calls, you take right. that call. For sure. But, you know, I, I think you also don't go out and just look for every job that's open. Oh, no, no, you no. Know? But if, no. It's if, gotta fit if there's a job that's open and it's a it's a good program and a place that you could see yourself right. having success and yeah. move your family to, and that'd be a good situation? Because right. this is, for me, like, this is, like, the, this is the spot. Like, I mean, we talk about Adrian, like, like you're the man at Adrian, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, sure. you're the man. So it's like, at Adrian, like, you got, like, you you have it. So, and it's like, not even just at Adrian, but like, in D3, like, in general, like, every school that comes here, like, they know Adrian. All the, you know what I mean? So it's like, you've built this, like, you know what I mean? Obviously, shout out to Ron Fogarty, because he was a big part of that as well. But it's like you guys have built this like amazing program, so it's like it's almost like your your fourth baby, you know. Yeah. Essentially, like it's it's like another one of your babies that you have, you know. It's it's probably hard to leave as well. It's got to be a perfect situation for you to walk into that you'd want to do it because it's like I said, for sure, for sure. And my, and my wife Lindsay, like she's an alum. She and plays she, soccer. That's saying, exactly. Right? Like we have a ton Lindsay's of rides. Yeah. Two of our it's, three kids were born here. Exactly. You know, we love it here. That's like, what I'm saying. We, we yeah. talk on a regular basis about like we don't have to go anywhere. No, that's and, and and that's the glorious part yeah. of this job is yeah. is that if somebody doesn't call and like knock us knock our socks off with right. an offer or something, that's you know, what's It's like it's just it's just keep winning. Yeah, yeah. just keep winning. And and, yeah. and like to your point, like Adrian College to me is like the Michigan or the North Dakota it is. of Division Three. Like people want to be here. Like the calls that I got after we won the national title this year, it was pretty overwhelming. Like yeah. It was oh, fun. No, good, it's... good, good players. Oh, yeah. Division One transfers that we're telling, hey, yeah, we don't just don't have room, or you're it's, not the right fit. Yeah, and it's, that's it's awesome. that's that's it's a, a that's a cool yeah. that's a good, place, good to place to be to be able to be like, I want the perfect fit, and I think that's that's what you build. So that's pretty cool to to see it. So, yeah, I appreciate so, it. so, so yeah. we're gonna wrap it up here. I I don't know if you have a story, but. What what is the best Joshua story you got? Could be b- before he came, what you heard possibly, <laughs> or while he was here. Do you have a good yeah. story of Joshua? Well, I, I've got, a, I guess, a, a build up for maybe the ultimate ending for Josh. Yeah. Okay. And his freshman sophomore year, he was in and out of the lineup, and, and a lot of yeah. times he was out of the lineup more than he was in. Yeah. And we had some run ins. Like we had some, I wouldn't say misunderstandings. I just think that Josh was very confident in himself, and he should be. And yeah. as a coaching staff, like, we didn't see Josh in that spot yet to be a, a big time go to player. And at one point, we had some real good heart to hearts. And I think it was after a pregame meal over in the Bulldog room across campus here. And and we ended up coming back over to the rink, or, or maybe we had it out right there. And we just said, Josh, like you just got to be better. Like there's another level that you can get to that, like that's what we need. Right. And, sure. and the guys love you. And I get that. And, and you're going to go to war for these guys. And you wear your heart on your sleeve and really mm-hmm. appreciate that. But right now, like, it's not the cards. And, and he dug his heels in. Like, and, and after a sophomore year of not playing a ton, like, you could easily transfer, quit, say, screw this coach. He's an asshole. And just, just go off, go on your own page and do your own thing. And Josh didn't. Like, he came back his junior year. And I think his junior year, he was in and out, in and out, in and out for three, for six games. They played stop. three, and he was out three. And we had an injury, and we needed a guy to go plan our top pair. And I said, oh, sh- like, you're going in tomorrow. And he never gave a spot. You know, but he could have easily went went out there, you know, and said, you know what, like, I'm not going to keep working hard for this coach that, that doesn't see it in me. Like, he proved me wrong in a sense. I mean, we knew there was there was the old show that we yeah. got, right? Sure. But it took time. And that's what so many of our younger players don't realize. Like, they haven't arrived. Like, yeah. you've never arrived. Like, Osh arrived when we won the Harris Cup his senior year. Um, sorry, your senior year we yeah. lost, right? Lost junior year. Your junior year, we won the Harris Cup, but but the next year, like 
Osh was a captain on this team and like he he was like the ultimate you know team guy and the ultimate captain that you needed and a guy that we could lean on um it's the same thing like me as a coach like i've never arrived like you talked a few minutes ago about being uh you know a, a young coach and now nine years later like what has changed i mean i just keep building every year build every year and, and i i'm not satisfied with where we are like and there's gonna be bumps this year that i'm gonna have to figure out how to navigate you know and josh did that during his four years here at adrian and i'm forever grateful that that he was here and now He's an alum, a fellow alum, and, yeah. and a friend. And, yeah. um, you know, I was, I was absolutely uh, blown away that he called and, and asked uh, for me to, to go on the podcast with you yeah, guys. And that, that means yeah. a lot to me. No, no, so, we, of course. No, we yeah. appreciate having we you appreciate on. It. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. It. Um, so as always, um, leave us a like, leave us a review. You got to just scroll down. If you don't know, you got to just scroll down to leave the review. That's because we're yeah, trying to explain good. it to mom. Yeah, so good. you got to scroll down, leave a review, share it with, you know, somebody who may like it. But, uh, Appreciate having Adam Krug on, head coach of Adrian Bulldogs. Uh, appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate Talk it, guys. Soon. Yeah, national champions. Let's go. If you gon' go, then go, don't tell me you won't. I want them diamonds on my neck to make me look like I'm cold. That ain't for you and all these hoes, that's just for me and my bros. I gotta fight for my balls, I gotta stack out this gold. I tell you I'm on a roll, about to get all this dope.